Hello, friends. I just wanted to do a quick podcast episode to just give you some encouragement over this upcoming holiday season. I know that things will be busy, and I feel like we almost accept that with this holiday season. Isn't that right? We kind of accept that we're going to have all of these invitations. Everyone wants to get together. We have to do this. We have to do that. Um, I did a little experiment this this year. And if any of you know me from previous years, previous holidays, previous Christmases, I am what I call a Christmas elf. So even the fact that I decluttered the majority of our Christmas decor years ago in order to move to a more right-sized house for me and Mr. Cozy, um, even though I decluttered all of that, we still had a lot of stuff. And this year, I kind of thought, well, you know, I have no problem decorating. I love the decorating. That's my favorite part. I put on the holiday tunes. I, you know, put a simmer pot on the stove and I've just, you know, bouncing around like my little Christmas elf. And I have no problem doing that part, doing the put up and make it pretty part. What I struggle with is the takedown and the put away. And this year I really had to look deep within myself and make a judgment call. I did something that I have not done any other year of my adult life ever. So I'm 45. So I've been an adult for a while. I did not decorate this year. Not one piece of indoor decoration. I did put some flowers outside in my pots and I did purchase from a neighbor some really unique, really cool trees um, that they had made out of corrugated, reclaimed pieces of, of junk that they reclaimed into these beautiful trees. So I had to buy those and, you know, we didn't have anything in that area. So they, they are up there and I'm happy with that. But as far as everything else, I usually sprinkle a little bit of winter at least around the entire house. And this year I just wasn't feeling it. Whether I'm doing it as an experiment or um, I'm, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know the reason for me doing this other than I did not have the bandwidth to take it down at the end of the season. That's, that's seriously it. And so what does this Christmas elf do instead? Like, you know, this is my favorite holiday season. What have I done instead? And I'm going to cover that in this episode. Just because we don't put up the stuff, just because we don't decorate the way that we normally do, there's other ways that we can still feel that Christmas spirit. And I also feel during this time, I feel a lot better. I feel a lot lighter. I don't have this, you know, feeling that when I look around my house, I have all of this extra work to do mid-February in order to get all of the winter decor down. Because I don't just decorate for Christmas, I decorate for the winter. So what have I done? Well, one of the things that I did that I have never done before in my life, and this little 
experiment that I did has allowed me to, to do this. I got my nails done. And instead of doing my traditional, um, I usually do the, the white tips or I don't even know what they're called, the ombre tips, the French tips, all of that. That's usually what I do. Hi, chicken. Hi. I usually do that for my, my nails if I do get them done. So this year, I decided that I was going to put some Christmas on my nails. So I got the lady that does my nails to do little designs. So I've got candy cane designs. I've never had red nails in my life before, so I have red and white. And uh, I think that they're quite, quite adorable. And every time I look at my nails, this is the funniest thing. Every time I look at my nails, I get that little infusion of the joy of the season without having the decor up and it can be anywhere I can be out driving my car and then all of a sudden I kind of twist my hand and I go oh there's Christmas you know so it's it's been interesting to look at you know me with my little Christmas elf kind of persona during this time of year and how I've been able to find these little moments of that same feeling without things. I usually do. You guys know we usually do a light tour with my family every single year. And um, this year was no exception. This year we went and we got our hot, hot chocolate. And uh, we went and we drove around the city about 45 minutes away from us where my brother and his wife live. And we drove around, we were listening to Christmas music in their vehicle and went down to City Hall, walked around City Hall, um, and then drove around the city looking at the lights. And, you know, just being with my family when we're doing that is kind of, you know, like my greatest happiness moment because it's not, it's never really about the decor. And we were getting joy out of other people's decor, out of other people's presentation of the Christmas lights, out of the city's presentation of the Christmas lights. And, you know, like just listening to the Christmas music, like, I don't know about you, but when I'm in my Christmas elf mode, I will put on my Spotify and just listen to the best Christmas music playlist ever on Spotify. And you know, just, it makes me happier, like so much happier just to be listening to that. And uh, if it wasn't weird to be playing that throughout the year, I probably would. I bet I would be sick of it, but that's okay. <laughs> so yeah, I we did the regular light tour and, uh, and then me and my daughter, we were out, we were hanging out, we were having a mother-daughter date day, as we call it. And uh, yeah, we ended up going and doing our own other light tour. And we went and we took some pictures down at City Hall and just had a good time. So that was another experience. And then we had our, um, I randomly texted my best friend and I said, hey, I'm coming into your town. And I know you guys have like really cool lights there. Do you want to come and join me for a light tour? So 
I connected with her and her son and we drove around and we were looking at lights too. We didn't listen the whole time to Christmas carols because her son asked, requested uh, Sweet Caroline. And so we were shouting that at the top of our lungs and and then we started singing Goodbye Earl by the Dixie Chicks. So, you know, <laughs> but it was one of those times that it was it was a great memory. And sure, it cost some gas to drive around. It cost, you know, the money to buy the hot chocolate. But at the end of the day, we have this like really great memory of that night that, you know, I'm pretty sure it's going to last our entire lives because, you know, me and my best friend always kind of talk about, hey, remember that time we did this? And the fact that we did Sweet Caroline and Goodbye Earl, like, you know, I think that's something that's going to be memorable. Um, so the Christmas light tours, I have went on more Christmas light tours this year than I have in the past. I still have one more planned because the town closest to us does a really beautiful light um, display on their main street along the lake. So I, I heard it's just one that you can't miss. So I'm going to be going there likely Christmas day. So yeah, light tour, my nails, um, listening to the, the Christmas songs as I'm driving. That's been another huge thing. Um, something else that we changed this year we're not doing like the great big, huge family dinner. So I actually buy from a local producer and they do a smoked turkey. It's already cooked. It's already been smoked. It's pre-packaged, it's ready to go. So I'm supporting local while we're also, you know, making it a little easier. Um, I have my regular sides that we're going to do. My daughter and her boyfriend are coming out to our little mini farm we're going to hang out here for the day. It is also my dad's birthday. So that morning I'm heading in there. Even though he wanted me to keep it simple and didn't want me to drive in, I am still driving into the city and uh, I'm going to make him coffee first thing in the morning and bring him treats and then just sit and have coffee with him. We're kind of in that tradition or tra- transition right now because we're we're in a phase of Last year at Christmas in this time, and I'm sorry, this is going to get heavy. We were in a, a phase where we were thinking that that was our last Christmas with mom because she was diagnosed with a brain tumor, which was terminal, and she had surgery and she did amazing. Like her, her personality and her positiveness has just been such an inspiration and I think that that's the only reason why she's lasting as long as she is. So we went through that transition last year, kind of thinking, this is her last year, so we're going to make it perfect and special. And we did. And it it was, like, as best as we could with the mobility that she had, we made it as normal as possible. And, you know, she was surrounded by her two corgi boys and um, all of her family, and it was just normal. And so then dad and I were talking this year and we were like, well, it doesn't really feel like Christmas. So what can we do to make it, make it feel like Christmas? And dad said, I don't think we need to. He said, I think we can do something more, more subdued. Let's do simple. Let's not overcomplicate it. And 
<laughs> I really surprisingly, I jumped on that very quickly. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because of, you know, this experience that I'm going through with this Christmas season and not decorating and not doing all of the traditional things that I would normally do. Or if it was just, you know, it's more important for us to get together. It's more important for us to spend that quality time together. Last year was supposed to be the last Christmas we had with her. We, we are lucky enough to have a second Christmas. So let's not complicate it with stress and anxiety and trying to do this and make this perfect and do this. So I booked the room at the hospice for Boxing Day. And so we are congregating there as a family. She'll likely still be in her bed. Um, Yeah, and we're just going to have, we are having the leftovers that me and my daughter and her boyfriend and Mr. Cozy do not eat on Christmas Day. So we're going to package those up. We're going to take them in the following day. We're going to meet at the hospice. We are going to start off with playing our traditional family Christmas games. And it's usually just, you know, whatever games the kids get for Christmas. And we play them and we laugh and we have a good time. And we always tease mom because mom never really gets the the game. And really, she's probably more so this year going to be more of a um, a giggler off on the side because she won't likely want to participate or be able to very, very easily. But we will definitely give that to her as an option if she wants to play and we'll support her during that. But um, it's kind of our thing is to play these games on Christmas. And I think I really look forward to that tradition the most um, is to be able to play these games with my brother, my sister-in-law, my niece, my nephew, my daughter, her boyfriend, like all of us getting together and just having a blast. And I remember growing up when we did similar family get-togethers with my dad's side. Um, They're Norwegian, so we would do it our celebrations on Christmas Eve, and then my dad's birthday would be Christmas Day. And uh, yeah, we would get together and we would sing Christmas carols. And, you know, like they were a very musical family, and that was our thing together. And, you know, I still remember... Not so much every particular detail, but I remember the feeling of it. And I remember how, you know, like I just, it was, I felt like I was home, cozy, comfy. I felt like everything was right in the world. And I feel like that's the way we feel when we're all together and we're doing that kind of stuff during the season. And it's not... It's not about making it perfect because if it was about making it perfect, I would have made sure that I cooked the meal and I brought it over and it was steaming fresh and, you know, I decorated and I made sure I could get mom over from the hot, like it would have been so much more complicated. There's nothing less complicated than what we were doing in order to honor the day and still honor our family and the time that we spend together because life is busy, you know, and you never know what next month brings or what the next year brings. 
So spending the time with the people that you love is truly what the season is and what it should always be about. And and that's for me. Like, I don't want to, to make this sound like I'm preaching to you guys because for me, that's what's important. For you, maybe, maybe for you, it's about getting to actually, you know, spend some downtime and not do this stuff. Maybe it's being able to go out and finally get to enjoy the season and the time that you spend with all of your friends. Maybe your value is decorating and that's something that's really important with you or to you. That is the beauty about this lifestyle, my friend. We can do whatever the heck we feel like doing in our own homes, in our own lives that enhance our lives. So everything, you know, when I, when I create a product for you, I created a, a new product, which is a planner for the 2024 season. I know a lot of you are going to have resolutions. I'm going to do a podcast on that too. But when you have resolutions, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. What I created will help you to be able to fulfill your resolution of a clutter-free home in 2024. Your way, because your home and your life are completely unique to you. It is not filled with checklists of you're going to be able to Um, clear this and clear that and work on this. That's not what this planner is. This planner will help you decide what you need to do. It will highlight what you, you know, your big, big list of the things that you need to get done, that you want to get done, that you want to accomplish in your home for your decluttering goals. And then it'll help you break it down and it's personalized. And that's everything that I stand for. You know, I've, I've noticed there is a lot of people online and I, I'm pretty sure that this is just kind of the season and the stress of the season and, and it's fine, but there is a lot of like anger out there. And, you know, even when I'm being absolutely non-judgmental the way that I am and it comes back and it says, you know, bugger off or, you know, well, I can do whatever I want in my own home. Even though my post says you can do whatever you want in your own home. If clutter doesn't stress you out, keep it. I'm not going to tell you to get rid of it if you're functioning fine. That's not my role. My role is not this idealist, you know, minimalist idea. And, you know, I have people that come to me and they say, I'll never be a minimalist. Do you, do you want to live with less? Like, do you want to find your level of enough? Then you can call yourself a minimalist, my friend. You know, I, I had somebody come into my home and I stated that I was the cozy minimalist. So I guess having minimalist attached to my name uh, made it so that she thought that I was going to have no things in my house. And then when she came in and she saw like 
I do have decor and I do have things out that are meaningful to me. Um, she was kind of surprised and, you know, a little bit like, yeah, you're not a minimalist, but that's the extreme idealistic, more so aesthetic minimalist versus this cozy minimalist lifestyle that we're trying to create. The whole point of us removing clutter isn't to get a clutter-free space that looks like it's a minimalist space. That's not our goal. Our goal with this is to get a home that serves you, that works for you, that becomes a haven, that allows you to relax, unwind, and recharge from the world out there. That's our goal. There's nothing about you can only have two items of clothing per day. You know, like there's nothing about that. I don't set up limits on items. Your limit is the actual space in your house that you have. So let's make it so that your closets aren't overflowing so that you can find the stuff that you need when you need it and create a space that feels good to you from the inside out. That it's not just about a space that looks good, a space that would fit this minimalist aesthetic of nothingness, emptiness, coldness, darkness, but you find your own level of enough. That balance between what you want to declutter for function and purpose and what you want to keep that's actually meaningful to you. Because I truly believe that we can have connections to our stuff. We can. I do. I have items in my home that I would be sad if they broke. I would survive if they broke, but I'd be sad. And I have stuff that is meaningful that we use, but that's the difference. Our stuff that we consider as sentimental is out, it's being displayed, or it's being used. I'm honoring the things that I love by giving them a space in our home, in our living space. So that's so much to say that this experiment that I've had this year, trying to dial back on adding the winter Christmas decor to our house, I feel like it's been a success. And I feel like I haven't felt I'm missing out on anything. I probably next year will decorate and I'm probably going to do it right after our, like, I don't know, sometime in November, maybe, maybe sooner. I don't know. We'll see. But I, uh, I felt that this was interesting because I didn't feel the stress that I felt during the Christmas season as I did last year. And even last year, with as, as much as I pared down, we still had the very, very new stress of mom's diagnosis and, 
you know, all of the emotions that came with that. And I think there was a part of me that was just like, you know, trying to keep my head above water and trying to stay positive. And in a way, I think that that stressed me out a little bit more, you know, just trying to make it everything perfect for everybody else. And this year, my dad gave me the greatest gift, which was, let's just simplify. Let's not make it complicated. And yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been nicer. So I don't know if, if this is going to change anything for you, if you're going to think about this maybe for next season, but I just want you guys to know I appreciate you hanging in there. I have been on Facebook and still doing stuff on Facebook, and I have not been on the podcast, but you guys have given me tons of ideas for podcast episodes that you want. I am plugging away at those. We're going to do a little series on resolutions after Christmas, and um, we're just going to keep plugging along. And if I happen to not do so many podcasts every single week, um, I know you guys will be very gentle with that, knowing the season that I'm going through is a little bit more challenging than anything else that I've probably dealt with in my entire life so far. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I appreciate you all. And thank you so much for hanging out with me. I wish you guys a Merry Christmas, Happy Yuletide, and um, yeah. I will see you before the new year. So I look forward to our next time together. Toodles.